I'd like to welcome everybody back to Tuesday night. First Amendment Sports Basement Podcast Studios deep inside Kensington, Maryland. He's Kevin Ricca. Ken, what's happening, my man? We uh, we got a Strasburg number amount of days till we open up in Cincinnati. 37 days till opening day? Yes, sir. Can't That's get here we... fast enough. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this is the Nat Shift, where some sweet sounds will be coming down tonight. Um, and you know what? For tonight's show, and it's still technically, we're not, this isn't like the Redskins where we dicker over what's regular season and what's off season. We're, we're we got guys p- playing pit, pitch and catch uh, on the diamond in sunny weather down south. Um, we're talking about uh, Bryce Harper tonight being in front of uh, microphones and cameras and actually doing some talking. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm still confused. Is dicker a word or was it sure. dicker? You can dicker. You, you can, can dicker d- around? You can dicker around about some things. Maybe we, sh- maybe we should stop dickering around and start talking about what Bryce Harper was talking about. Although I do think Dom Adderley was dickering around. Not oh, yeah. he decided to take some stuff personally. Yeah. But that's what professional uh, <laughs> sports coaches and managers do. They always try to find... I mean, if you think it's going to give the Marlins uh, quadruple-A team, which is p- pretty much what their team is this year, uh, any leg up on the, the Nationals, uh, that's, that's not happening. You worry about your dugout, we'll worry about ours. Well, your dugout's got like 13 dudes in it combined pregame. And no outfielders that, and, are, yeah, <laughs> that who, started last year. You just traded away your entire outfield. And in all honesty, Bryce was answering a question, man. That was just some serious frustration out of Donnie Baseball. But so, I enjoyed it. So tonight's, the, we, you know, we, we, in a, I guess, a, a scarcity of baseball, actual baseball content, um, something did happen. Uh, you know, one of the best players in, in, in the sport, um, is uh, on the uh, you know eve of a season where he will be a free agent afterwards, and um, he said right at the top, you know, came out and said, "Okay, here's what I'm not talking about from now until the rest of the season, my my free agency." Yeah, we'll see how that works. I think, I, I you know, I hope that that's. I, I think it'll be honored for the most part. He's certainly it'll be honored locally. It'll be honored locally. But it ain't going to be honored in uh, New York, Chicago, or L.A., I'd imagine. Uh, I can't imagine that there's any honor in those thieves if they do try and steal our, our Bryce Harper from us. But, uh, yeah, they're going to be dying to get him up in there for a road trip. Hey, let them pester him on the topic and put a bad taste in his mouth for some of those markets because um, he definitely doesn't want to talk about it, and he's shown a propensity to shut reporters down in the past when they've asked Clown, clown questions, questions. yeah. Um, and and he knows, he knows it's not a good topic to talk about for an entire year, and and, and everything's going to be framed up in the you know is he worth four hundred or five hundred million dollars? It's absurd. It's crazy. Um, he's got to he's got to have a good season no matter what for he's, a lot of things to happen. He also he understands that we're hosting the All Star Game in a backyard. Of uh, the you know the nation's capital, the nation's pastime. You know I love just harping on this, in the nation's capital for the All Star Game, the Midsummer Classic. What 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 the heck, man? It's all it's USA chance just flailing around. Let's go Nats. He doesn't want to mess that part of it up. He doesn't want to mess the season up when we're sitting here sitting pretty in the NL East. And uh, you know the question's not good for anyone else but him. So you know it's something he has to do, of course. But when it's not honored, I just hope he doesn't. Blow his top. 
because he's going to blow his top. Yeah, he's a, he's a top blower. Yeah, he's going to blow there, his there's top. There's no doubt about it. I hope it. it's not like you said. I hope it's not a local guy that he blows his top against. I don't think that it will be. Yeah, but you always hurt the ones you love. So that might be the uh, final straw. And if it does go down, it'll just be a. Uh, it'll be like Donnie baseball watching his whole team evaporate and then uh, hearing one little thing and making it into a, a mountain. Uh, hey, man. He said the right thing. He tried to do it the right way. You could tell he was a tad bit uncomfortable having to say it. And he's like, I'm just going to tell you to walk, right? You know, you could tell. That's a hard thing to say, knowing you're about to <laughs> get $500 million deposited into your, uh, into your bank account. I don't think that – I mean, I know but there's people out there who think any team who pays that much money um, is a fool team. You know, it's foolish. But uh, I, I like – let the market decide – um, this isn't a Redskins show, but we have another player in town who's going to command, uh, you know, be be the highest paid player in, in football. And that's Kirk Cousins. Um, as a Redskins fan, I would have been willing to let the market decide and, and keep him for that rate. Um, but as we were talking about before, um, I am perfectly happy to let some other team pay the highest paid player in the league. Sure. Um, and but but when it comes to Bryce, now I think you're talking about a little bit of something different because in baseball, you're you know you're not paying for how a guy makes everyone else necessarily makes everyone else around him better, like in basketball or football for that matter, or, or soccer, or even, um, you know, any, any of these team sports where, you know, there's so much um, interaction, you know, in every play. Whereas in baseball, it's, it's very individual. Um, you are looking for someone who fits in the locker room, but you're paying for production. And you did mention the market, and I say the team marketers, because we know from years past, the A-Rod contract down in Texas, what it did for that franchise was bizarre. Now they trade him, and he signs another deal with the New York Yankees, and, and magically the Yes Network is established. I mean, the team of marketers down in Texas, and especially in New York, with the Yes Network coming in, what that player's value did for those franchises was gigantic. I'm not saying that we have the ability to turn that into, into that around here, but there, there's a chance for it. And, and the idea of, of Bryce Harper being able to say, D.C. is my city. I'm the king. We've had this conversation about different sports. I'm the king. When Bryce Harper decides to come back home, he becomes the king of Washington, D.C. And yeah. until Alex Smith's successor. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Well, and it, well that's, that's exactly right. The quarterback um, will have something to say about that at some point. Um, the future, the once and future king um, in, in Washington is going to be a quarterback likely. But um, the interesting part about what Bryce was talking about, he was joining the chorus of baseball players and agents who are um, crying foul um, at the league for not signing all these free agents. And I just thought, you know, um, I think it's uh, ironic because if – Bryce Harper signs an extension with the Washington Nats today, the rest of the free agents fly off the shelves because they're, they're not going to be holding their money back for Bryce Harper. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting that he'd be on the collusion side of things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's the domino that everyone's waiting the to fall. He's, the, he's a rook on top of the queen and the king. And it's interesting, too, because in a free market, you know, uh, no hard cap, but still a kind of like a market-driven um, situation where – his value is—he's going to get—he's the people are going to be bidding on him, and you know it's like in the NBA when they were waiting for um, you know LeBron to become a free agent or Kevin Durant for that matter, or or, or these um, you know generational talents, and they all save up their money, but only one team gets them, um, and it, and it just screws—it screws a lot of franchises over, and you know they'll they'll take that risk for the chance to get somebody. Um, you probably think there's a better chance, as a Nats fan, objectively speaking, I, I would 
uh, acknowledge that there's as good of a chance Bryce decides that he wants to play in City X as he wants to play in Washington because um, the money won't be different. It's just where he wants to be. Um, but if he, wherever he doesn't go, they're going to be scrambling because people are clearing out space for him. And what I love about the Washington Nationals, and I read an article today, and I want to say it was on um, you know, CBS, and, I, and I'll, we'll, we'll hat tip to who we need to hat tip to at some point, but um, the, the Washington Nationals have done a great job of making their organization ready to move on when they're forced to move on. Um, Jordan Zimmerman, uh, they moved on from Jordan Zimmerman um, in a way that people didn't think. Uh, Ian Desmond, we, we, we would have signed him to a fortune. He said no, but they, brought, they traded for uh, Trey Turner. And, and, and if you remember, if, if, D, if Ian Desmond wanted to stay, Turner would have been second base. We would never have had Daniel Murphy, but Turner would have been the second base plan. Ian Desmond would have been the shortstop going forward. Um, Strasburg was on the edge of whether or not he was going to be here long term or not, so they got Scherzer. And, and they, but, but that didn't mean they, they weren't um, capable or ready to get Strasburg because they were no, and they did. No, no. But they were, but they, they're always, it's just a savvy, savvy, you know, Mike Rizzo definitely needs that extension sooner rather than later. Without a doubt. He's been super savvy. And, and if you look at, and I'm not trying to build the case for letting Bryce Harper go because I'm not. I want him here forever. No, but you're talking about the ability to rebound or not even rebound, just move Be forward. as good. And I think last year, has there any team in, in any level of the sport that had to go through what we did throughout the course of the season? Don't worry, Stabby's taking a nap over there. He'll be all right. We, th- this Nats yeah, team right. rebounded from injury after injury. We played a split squad team for majority of the summer. It was, yeah. it was insane. Uh, these guys on this roster are built for this. Yep. No one's looking around and saying, oh, my God, that's the end of the world. Hell no. We lost Adam Eaton after a few weeks last year. And report on the street right now uh, is that Adam Eaton is going to be 100% for the 100%, beginning of the season. 100%. And everyone else is at, and I quote, Mid-season form. form. We might have missed that one a week or two ago. Uh, And beards, facial hair and beards are in mid-season form. Uh, We are calling the manager Davey. I'm okay with that. We're moving on past that. Uh, But but with Eaton, um, all of a sudden, if if you're holding on to Michael Taylor, if he's not involved in the JT Rio. I really hope he's not. I want to see him blossom after what I saw last postseason. Um, Victor Robles is in the is is a, is a big factor, um, and you have um, and you have guys on the bench who you could play out there. I mean, um, we the, got gangsters everywhere, ready to rock our and roll. fourth outfielder, uh, Brian, our Mr. boy, Mr. Goodwin is our uh, our guy is our guy. Uh, he he's as good of a fourth outfielder as you can have, and you know, hey, Howie Kendrick's no joke either, buddy. You still got another guy coming, and you still got another guy coming off the bench who can um, get doubles all day. So, with Bryce Harper, that outfield is great. Without Bryce Harper, it's still a pretty damn good outfield. And the beginning of the Robles era will and ensue in these parts. Right. And, uh, that, you know, that is a definite reload, but it's not a rebuild by any stretch. And, and Bryce has been hurt over the years. We've played without him. Yes. Many games without Bryce. Of course we want him to be here. Of course no man is worth $500 million to do anything. Of course that's not up to us to decide it's the market's decision. If it turns out that we get him, I'm going to be pumped. But just like you said, we're not, we're not, this isn't like uh, you know, us jumping off a cliff here as fans or as a roster. Rizzo definitely needs to come back. He's made some serious choices in the last few years that he doesn't get enough credit for, I don't think. I don't think he comes off you know, 
quite as uh, gratuitous as some would like him to. That's right. But I don't give a damn. Nope. Get the job done, man. We're not having beers together. You're building my team's team. And and let's get Rendon signed up sooner rather than later. What a haircut on that guy this spring training. You see it? He's, Short he's, boys, number one. He's he's a legend. God bless him, man. The Jerry Curls, rest in peace. Those are smooth and sweet. They'll be back. I know. You know they'll be back. I've seen it. You can't keep them down, mm-hmm. especially in the spring and that weather. For whatever reason, it's like he wears Miracle Grill in that hat. It'll be yeah. ready to go. I'm with you. Um, I loved, uh, what was, uh, just, you know, to double back to Harper, what was he talking about? Uh, if, you're, if your goal in life is to lose, to get a first, you know, top first round pick, he's like, I'd rather have Jason Worth. Than than a first than, than any first round pick, and then he also mentioned Adam Lynn, a couple of notable former mm-hmm. Nats who are um, waiting waiting for the call. The interesting part for the Nationals is there's two moves that we were linked to that everyone assumes is is a uh, that everyone assumes are moves we should make, uh, moves that would would lock us up. Um, the the fifth starter Jake Arrieta, uh, even though. Reports have him talking to the Phillies now, um, which which is fine. Uh, if, if he did, I mean, I wouldn't want to play him ever, but um, there's not a lot of players that can hurt you in the NL East. Uh, no, no offense, I hope no offense. All respect to uh, those fine organizations in the NL East, but um, there's just th- those players aren't going to make up the difference between all the other other teams in the Nationals. And and I agree. And then just like our bullpen situation last year, when everyone was panicking and and you know. I wasn't pleased, but I do realize that there's a trade deadline that occurs, and uh, there's guys that are on the end of their deals, and, and there's going to be available guys heading into a postseason. So yep. if you start off with a number five as an A.J. Cole, it's not the end of the world. Let's see what he's got. Let's see him pitch. We've got a great team around him. We've got bats all over the place. There's not a pressing need, and I think that's, what, that's been proven by Rizzo's. We do have one pressing need. Yeah, I, 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 I think you're right. Catcher. And it's... it's uh, and I know you're more down on Weeders than I am. I'm not a total believer that he needs to be. Uh, we don't have to exercise that demon on my end, but uh, you know, a little, a, a bit more improvement at the uh, all around. Yeah, would be nice because the guy's clutch, man. And it's nice to have a clutch guy on the roster. But His, yeah, last year was a dark. It was a little dark for yeah, him. Yeah, he, he's 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 um, he's not the 25, 26 year old player that he once was defensively or offensively. Even though he had some crucial hits for us last year. Um, you know, I've I've been somewhat, I guess, clear on my weeders, and I'm clear on the fact that that's our hole in our lineup. Yeah, I'm, and, not, and I'm, I, not, I'm not denying that. I think it's going to come down. So the the word on the street is that um, that uh, the Marlins are no longer insisting on either Robles or Soto, um, which to me means Michael Taylor and Weeders. Um, and I think. And Fetty, Fetty, Fetty has been Fetty, mentioned yep. across the board in that. In that Which deal. I would do in a heartbeat. Me um, too. I, I hate saying that, but I, we've 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 shown that we can trade starting pitchers, and we've also shown um, that we're going to reload our starting rotation in, through mammoth, uh, you know, A plus level woolly talent. Mammoth. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jake Arrieta would be a woolly mammoth coming in right now. One hundred and twenty million for five years, and Bryce wants him. Ah. I don't think I don't think he's I a competitor. For the money that is still being floated next to his name, um, it's going to take a team like the Phillies to. They're, yeah. they're, they have. It's going to take a team like the Phillies who have no, no 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 guy no face to put on tickets for their fans. I mean, and, and again, Phillies have some good young talent. They have some really really good yeah, young talent. They do. But you know, for them, Arietta would be 
their guy who they would, you know, they would want their fans to, to pay money to come out and see. Whereas for us, Arietta would be the probably the fourth or fifth starter, probably the fifth starter, and um, we would hope and pray that he was healthy and hot in September because one thing he's shown in his career is he plays super tough in September and October. He's just a really good uh, late he's, – he's mental. He's, he's like Verlander. He's like these old, uh, guys who are quality, quality pitchers, um, but they find another gear in the postseason – um, and that's exactly what Bryce said uh, when it comes to Jake Arrieta. They called him a great playoff pitcher. Um, and the, the Nationals fancy themselves a playoff team. So naturally you want guys who um, can make you better in the playoffs. I don't think we're going to find many guys who will make us better um, in the regular season. I think JT Real Muto um, is a guy who uh, makes us good um, you know, going forward at, at a position that we're not great at. And I think uh, one of the hang-ups there, um, so Weeders – Exercise like a ten point something million dollar 10. option, 5. and I don't think the Marlins. The Marlins basically want us to swallow a bunch of it, if not most of it. Yeah. Um, which again, I'm doing because guess what? Real Muto only cost two and a half because he lost an arbitration. So his, so he. Yeah, but that's a punch of the gut from the deal with Weeders from uh, you know our local agent. A year yeah. and a half ago. That's yeah. a that's a that's a gut punch. That needs to that needs to come back our way on the on the back set back set, back end somehow. But it also makes it makes Real Muto harder to move for the Marlins because now all of a sudden they have a really good player that clearly everyone wants. So right. clearly he's good, um, and they got him for for very little dollars. Um, so now he'd be great. But uh, Jonathan Lucroy two years ago I thought would have been fantastic, and he had a bad year last year behind the uh, in the batter's box, but. You know, I, I don't know if it's the end-all, be-all. I don't want a Miguel Montero catching half the season. Nope. I, I don't want him you. on day one. I know you don't. I know you don't, and I'm fine with that, uh, especially if Arietta's in the mix. We've discussed this, uh, and then everyone else jumped on it this past week, and I was like, you know what? Cutting-edge stuff happens right here yeah. in this basement. No one That's else's right. basement is this cutting-edge. Nope. And, and also, I like the fact I – like, I like and hate. It's a, it's a love-hate situation for me with the Nationals preseason stuff because – because we're going, to, we're a postseason team, um, and uh, you know if that doesn't happen, obviously something really, really, really bad occurred. But we still have, we're not like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the team that enters the season with no holes, with no flaws. Um, I can't, I can't remember. Like maybe the Capitals two years ago. Um, you know, like a team. Don't, that, e- don't even. Don't, no, I'm just please saying. Please don't go there. <laughs> well, no, but you know, I know what you're saying. Now, they, a team that has no warts when they hit yeah. opening day, and the Nationals are as close as you can get. Last year it was the bullpen. Um, we everyone knew there was no way the Nationals were going to win playoff series with the bullpen as it was constructed in the spring. And that's not the one we took to the playoffs. True, but everyone knows. But, I think everyone knows. I, I, we have a we have deficiency at catcher. And it hurt us in the playoffs last year. It needs to be fixed this year. Yeah, well, through the ashes of that dumpster fire in the bullpen last year did rise a fairly average-heighted chunkster named Matt Albers who had a hell of a year for us. Where is there a Matt Albers on the, on the, on the roster right now? Is there on the, on the, on the, at spring training right now, is there a Matt Albers like last year? Is there that guy? Yeah, you know? I'd say I mean, yes. I mean, I mean, there could be. I mean, listen, there's some interesting guys here, dude. Tim Collins. It's Kinsler. Well, Kinsler's the guy. We already know that. I mean, I'm Matt talking, Alberts was the guy. Matt, you, you, Matt Alberts did not make the opening day roster last year. No, Kinsler no, no. is a guaranteed proven oh, I, commodity. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm I see saying, what you're saying a guy that rises up through spring training, who we kept around down there for a few more weeks till we had to bring him up due to injury and horrendous performance, 
And there's a few guys down there, man. You know, Suero is, want, is, is Suero's all right, but I want to see this Tim Collins dude. You seen this dude? He throws 95. He's five seven. You know, there's guys like that. You know, that guy's built of nothing but heart and determination. Five seven. Five seven. I love it. Five seven, chucking it around. I mean, there's guys down there that could, you know, Tommy Malone, homeboy's 45 and 36 career, pitched in the 2012 NL Division Series, and he was part of the trade that we sent out to get to get our man back, uh, Geo. So. No, there's guys like that that have resurgent years, and I think that's we're sifting through, we're un- uncovering every stone uh, until we have to hit that button, that 120 million dollar <laughs> easy button. I know. I I, I do think that um, this is for the same reason why we ended last season, and I wasn't concerned. We didn't have there was a big discussion on whether or not we had the long man we needed, and the whole idea was our starting rotation was so strong on paper and in reality that we just. We didn't forecast a need for a long man. Like you always need a long man, but you could do it by committee. If you got a, a, do we have to call this guy long man? Yeah, because it's man. really, it's really striking a nerve. Well, uh, you know, when you talk about Matt Albers, and I talk about <laughs> Kinsler, I'm just saying you have a, you have got you know, the guy that you're bringing. Like Kinsler's a seventh inning guy. I mean, yeah. after with Kinsler, Doolittle, and Madsen, you got the one third, the back third of the game locked down. You, hopefully your starter is getting you to those three most days, and you still haven't, you know, touched, um, uh, you know, our boy, you know, Coda, um, you know, some other quality arms. But I think I, Solis can be a long guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, hey, he was he, I love battled, he battled injury last year, he's, and I thought he came on and played pretty good at the end, pitched hey, pretty well. He's a, I, I, I'm not. Any lefty that size with 95 stuff, yep. and, and, and you know he's going to be a factor. I never soured on Solis. I, I hated the, the, the way he was portrayed um, in, in the playoffs. Um, you know, he was, you know, his, yeah, he had his ERA, like, you know, didn't look that great. But, I mean, if you looked at, when you get to the playoffs, you've got to look at a guy's last, like, 30 outings. You know, you got to look at a guy's last month and a half of work because that's what matters in a 162-game season when you get to the playoffs. His, his ERA was bloated from stuff he did right. at the beginning of the season. He was lights out he was great. down the stretch for us. He was absolutely the guy I, I wanted to yeah. have in when he was in. But I, but I think um, I want everyone to be like on this Wander Suero tip because he, he came on strong for us in the, in, the, in the minors last year. No one was talking about him. He did not get called up. He was not, um, you know, shop, I wouldn't say shopped. He, was, he wasn't showcased. Um, but the guy, he's a, he's a monster. He kind of came out of nowhere, too. He was never a... He's, he's like, yeah. he looks like, I mean, he's 6'4", like, 100-something, yeah. yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he, and he just throws There's your long heat. man right there. There's your well, long, well, and he's a righty. He, I'm just saying he's long. Yeah, he's long. He's he is, long. he's long. As a man. Yeah, they say he's 26 years old. It's not that I don't believe it. Um, we certainly... But, but there's no, there's no proof. I am, I'm, I'm questioning There's 26. no reason to believe it, but who cares? He's ours. 26. He's ours, and, you know, we're not paying him by years, Mm-mm. right? We don't have to chop that tree down and count the rings. Um, hey, Reed Brednack is dating a Playboy supermodel and has two kids with her. I noticed that today. Wait, who? Reed, our guy we brought in to be the Mr. Utility. You know, you just don't see the utility guy with the Playboy model wife or girlfriend, longtime girlfriend. You know, there, there's certain things that I wish we were just in the basement down there right now discussing. He's, that's an interesting fact. You know, I just, that's something that gets brought up in a, in a team full of 40 with 60 around. And he's not a young guy. He's in his no, 30s. I know. He's um, been around the game. He can learn these boys a thing or two. I hope he does better than Adam Archuleta, who came to Washington with a hot, hot Jennifer Walcott. Yeah. Was, was she, she, play, she was Playboy, I believe. I, I, you know, I don't, my Rolodex has been thrown away. Uh, I have no idea. 
Well, ever since uh, Donald Trump started sleeping with every porn star and, and, and playmate that was ever on anyone's list, it's like, oh, for goodness sake. But, but Archuleta? <laughs> for goodness for sake. For goodness sake. Oh, crap. Oh, for goodness sake. Um, all right, so that's, a, that's, a, that's definitely uh, a feather um, in, in Reed's cap, if you will. Certainly he's going to play in the locker room, let's be honest. Tickle, tickle. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We have seven, seven spring training games to watch. When's yes. the first one? I believe the 23rd. February 23rd. That's uh, in three days from now. Yeah, but I think that's just a... Uh, Inter-squad? That's not the first one televised. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, I think we start up with our inter-squad business the 23rd to get to it, and uh, I'm not certain of the first day, but they spread them out pretty good, man, because we don't, we don't play until like the 29th, and that's a whole month, but whatever it is, five weeks and two days... That's what it is. Um, I'm just going to be excited to, to for everyone to stay healthy. This is where you hold your breath. If you're a World Series contender, um, you want to see the guys who you're going to be counting on stay healthy for another month. Um, hit that opening day. We have a lot. I think you know the next couple shows we should we should really talk about um, a open Washington National Opening Day mem- memories because there's been some awesome ones. Um, expectations for the first series um, and how we can maintain uh, those expectations, which we should, all the way through 162 games. Um, it really is. And I also think we got to get to know some of these coaches, buddy. Get to know some you of know, these coaches. I'm, I'm not all saying right. we got to go deep, 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 deep. But uh, you know what? When our, when our hitting coach has a son on the uh, spring invitation roster, it's pretty cool stuff. There's some really cool stuff out there. And we need to know about a little bit more about Derek Lillequist, our pitching coach, and a little bit more about Kevin Long, our hitting coach. You know, guys that we're going to be riding with from here until October. Hopefully and November. We will be um, dedicating at least one show per minor league level throughout the season. Um, I know one, one of the coolest things of the last few years for me is being able to talk to – and it's cool because in the, at the minors, so like the, the – the director, the media director, the, the, the guy who you're going to talk to about the team. He, he's generally also the guy who does the uh, play-by-play in the box. These are the real folks. Yes. Like yes. the old-school athletic directors. That and he like, sells the tickets program, during the day. Cook the hot dogs. Save mass on Sunday. Yes. Yep. I love guys like that, yes. man. Yes. That's these guys, um, and they know our minor league system. They're the ones who turn me on to guys like Coda Glover, Wander Suero, um, keep me appraised of the Andrew Stevensons and the Brian Goodwins of the world when they were, when they were faltering before – um, you know, Brian kind of turned things around. Um, so we're going to get tips and analysis from those guys. Uh, um, they'll tell us who they love. And they're, they're not going to be bashful about telling us who they love. They're not going to tell you who they hate. Um, but you're going to hear about guys that they love who you should expect to see, you know, if not a Nationals jersey in the pros. Sure. Because um, that's the kind of guys, um, you know, we have people who want to say that the Nationals farm system is depleted because of moves we made. They're flat out wrong. I believe we have the number two overall prospect in, ma- in the majors with Victor Robles. Yeah, of course, that, another Jack. top guy with Soto. And if you if you you know you're not going to be wowed by by the numbers after that, but you got a lot of guys. That's who, fine. You know how many franchises would beg and plead to have one of the other Robles correct. or Soto? That's correct. Yeah, we're we're juggling them. So. Meanwhile, the Marlins have mm, my, everyone a, else a, lor- a gorgeous city. <laughs> God. <laughs> they, like I said, they're. I think Highlight is prime for a comeback. Their single one. A, double A, and triple A teams are illegal. Um, yeah. You should, don't want to be showing up to that game uh, with, as a fan of the other team. 
but and but their quadruple A team is is dreadful. Yeah. Uh, we get we get that they're they're on our schedule uh, a bunch this season. So hopefully, um, and hopefully <laughs> JT is wearing red, not green. Kevin, Ken, another good uh, day of work, night of work on the net shift. As good as it could be, five out, five out before, five weeks out before it starts up. We're going to, even though you're not listening to this live, we have a, an all-night schedule ahead of us. Redskins, Caps, Wizards, WCAC. No matter where you are, loving on some Nats, just know if you got an affinity for any, any other Washington, D.C. sports, check us out, the Audible and the Hotbox on First Amendment Sports. He's Kevin Ricca. Hey, have a great night. I'm Ken Marangol, and this was The Nat Shift.